Welcome to the Both and Motherhood podcast, where we honor the duality of being called to both making a massive impact and income through your business and really deep present motherhood. I'm your host, Kim Filippo, and I'm a mom to two amazing boys and a business coach for other female-identifying humans who are or desire to become mothers who are ready to start stepping into the life that they feel called to live and embody this duality of being called to both. I'm so glad you're here. You ready? Let's get started. Hey, Mama. Welcome back to the Both End Motherhood podcast. For today's episode, I kind of wanted to bring you a little bit of a behind the scenes and kind of a little truth bomb dropping. <laughs> I'm feeling called to share today is the honest truth about the both end, about holding this both end that you and I are navigating because, well, yes, I a million percent have experienced and know and believe that we get to have both and we get to have both profitable, fulfilling business and be present mothers, you know, all of the things that I usually talk about. But I am coming from a morning where it's now 8.45 in the morning. I've been up since 2.30 and I'm very tired Um, because one kid ended up in my bed at, I don't know, sometime in the middle of the night, 11 something, because they were scared. The other one woke up at 2.30 having to poop of all things and then ended up in my bed. And I was like, well, I'm up. I'm just going to, I worked for a little bit and then I was tired and I just read my book and cuddled with the boys and got them off to school. And we had a morning again, <laughs> right? And I know I'm not alone in this. And I feel like it can be so easy to hear people, me even, talk about there are some days when it it, it honestly feels easeful and it feels really balanced and it's good. And I feel like I've done enough for my business and things are rolling. And I've had a lot of really present time with my kids and they're happy and we have a great day and it's all good. And I don't want to just share those days. Because, one, I think it's, well, I'm here for honest truth. And two, I know I found myself comparing um, when I have a harder day and I see other moms online and I have to remind myself to keep my eyes forward and remind myself to look at my situation and I'm not them. And I don't see everything going on behind closed doors. So I want to show you a little bit about that and just kind of honor and presence that part of the both and is that it can also be balancing feelings of both gratefulness and frustration, <laughs> happiness and exhaustion, both feeling content and envious of maybe other people who've got more support than you, or it seems like it's going smoother or things are going faster. You can feel both dedicated and overwhelmed as fuck. And so for a little bit more of the behind scenes, if it makes you feel any better, as a side note, um, recently I went out to lunch with a friend and a client of mine and who happens to live in the Portland area. And we went and hopped in her car to um, drive to run an errand. And she was, you know, did the thing of, you know, oh my God, it's so messy. I'm so sorry. And I looked at her car and I was like, no, for real. <laughs> it's like, 
for one, don't even worry about it. But for two, this is clean compared to my car. You should see my car. <laughs> and, you know, you do that thing where you're like, oh, no, really? Like, and I'm, I was serious. But usually people go, oh, okay, that makes me feel better. But what was so refreshing about this friend is that she said, no, honestly, I want to see your car. Show me your car. <laughs> so we walked over. She saw my car, which is full of crumbs all over the back seat and, you know, wrappers and jackets and umbrellas and all the kid crap. And she said, okay, I feel better. Thank you. And back in the car. (laughs) And it wasn't in a way of like, you're worse than me. It was like, okay, this is okay, right? This is real life. And I actually found it really refreshing. And I wanted to kind of just share this in case this is refreshing for you too. Because I'm not here to be the, you know, the house you go over to when you go over to a friend's house and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's so messy. And there's like two toys on the floor, but it's perfectly vacuumed and the kitchen is spotless and things are put away. And like, no, (laughs) that's totally fine. If your house looks like that, I will tell you that mine doesn't most of the time, actually all the time. (laughs) There was once a Uh, I think it was a meme or a quote online that I saw when my kids were a little bit younger, but I feel like it still applies. And it said, trying to clean while having a toddler is let or trying to keep your house clean while having toddlers is like trying to brush your teeth while eating an Oreo. (laughs) And I was like, that is so fucking true of motherhood in general. (laughs) I've seen another one that was like, you can have either your hair clean, your house clean or your kids clean clean or something like that at any given time. You can only choose one. It's just not going to happen. Have all three. I find that to be true. Anywho, I'm here for the shiny, the sparkly, the present, the beautiful, and for the messy and the frustrating and the like real life parenthood shit. So in case it helps you to feel more normal in whatever your both and looks like this week, The last few days have been all over the place for us. Um, Saturday, our schedule changed. Um, The kids' dad was not able to do – he had to work and he wasn't able to do his time with them. Uh, It's holidays and things. But, you know, so our schedule changed. And the kids sometimes have a hard time with that. And so they just needed a little extra holding and a little more attention that day. They weren't, you know, bad by any means. I just noticed that they they just needed a little more holding. So work kind of took the back burner. Had a lot of space holding. Just did a lot of really present time with them, right? Sunday was better. Um, Sunday, we actually had a really good relaxed day. Saturday, I took them out for um, to look at Christmas lights, and that was really fun. And um, took them out to dinner on the way out, and it was it was a really good time. And Sunday, we had a great day yesterday. Today's Monday. Right now, I'm recording this for release tomorrow on Tuesday. We had cuddles in the morning and like it was an easeful, fun day. We did screens, but we balanced it well. There was no tantrums, no like major regulation. They managed things well. Like I had some downtime and some work time and, you know, we cuddled up and went to bed. It was it was a good day. And then this morning was one of those days, right? It comes back and forth. Like I said, I'm tired. I got up early because my kids are going to be off school, like yours probably are, for the next two and a half weeks. I've got today and then the next four days. And then they're off school for two and a half weeks. And everybody's situation is different, right? 
this point, a year ago, two years ago, four years ago, I was in a different place than I am now. So I'm not saying my situation is yours. I'm just sharing in case, even if you're like, oh my gosh, I have it so much easier. (laughs) This feels fine. Cool. If you're like, oh my God, mine feels this hard. Cool. Or mine doesn't feel so bad. Cool. But I do need to get some extra work done this week so that I can take a lighter week next week. And um, I'm going to take the whole week after Christmas off with the kids. And I'm a single mom and I'm rebuilding things. So I'm in a different place. But the kids got up. They did a little screen time in the morning. They got ready. Then they started arguing. They wanted to play a little bit more before we went to school. But then they couldn't agree on the time or who was going to go. And then we were going to just watch a little TV while I got lunches packed. But then they couldn't agree on what to watch. So there was dysregulation. And I had to hold all of that while I'm tired and I only, you know, didn't get enough sleep and I stayed regulated as I returned to the breath when I'm feeling myself get up there in, you know, activation when the kids are starting to lose it. I bring myself back to the adult position. I breathe, I put my hand on my chest. I sound sometimes like a, hmm. Not like an angry growl, more like a hum. I'll take some big breaths. If my my kids know by now, like they don't, they're not worried at all. They look actually, it's, it's really co-regulating for them. And I'll be like, we're just going to breathe. We're just going to breathe. And I'll just breathe. And actually, it was great because they didn't actually escalate a ton. They did finally agree on something. I got lunch packed. We got out the door. We're going to walk to school because I'm like, you know what? Walking is going to be really co-regulating for us. Walking is going to be really nice. Let's walk. We live a 15-minute walk from school. They're like, cool. So we get out the door. There's a spider hanging in front of the doorway. So then we come back in. I kill the spider. We go back out. We make it about 100 feet down the road. And my kid, who chose shorts today on a cold, rainy December Portland day, says, actually, I'm cold. I want to go back and change into pants. Okay, so we come back, (laughs) change them into pants, go back outside, and then the other one says, all right, now I don't want to walk anymore. I want to drive. (laughs) One kid is adamant that we're driving to school. The other kid is adamant that we're walking to school, and I am only one parent. So again, I return to the same things, right? So this is all about, this is the both hand, right? I come back to the breath. I come back to the breath, right? I breathe, I sound. I don't yell. <laughs> I pick my battles, right? And like getting into school a little bit late and regulated is going to be better than me losing my shit and getting into school on time or still late, but crying and angry and upset, right? So they're in second and fourth grade. It's not the end of the world. I breathe. I make a game out of it. <laughs> um, I have to be sneaky with one of my kids with that. Because he kind of will know and he's like, stop with the side ideas, mom, is what he'll tell me. They don't work. And I'm like, well, actually, they do. But okay. (laughs) Another side story, by the way, when I just said that. Actually, they do. But okay, this is a saying that my oldest son has picked up. And he'll say it snarkily to my younger son. And when I hear him, I'm just like, oh, like it triggers me a little bit of like, you're being rude to your brother. And then I realize that he got that saying from me. I don't 
say it in a snarky way. Like I wouldn't say that to his face, but maybe I say it to other like other things around like, you know, road rage or something. I don't know, <laughs> but that's one of those things. Anyway, the end of the day, we made it. We get in the car. I'm like, all right, I have a compromise. We're going to do this. You're going to move here. We're going to sit here. And then he's like, no, I don't want to do that. We're going to walk. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. We're walking. So we walked. We had a good time. The kids actually had a great time. They were holding hands. They were like, it was good. They got to school in a good mood. They were a little bit late. I also knew that for me, moving my body was going to be good for me and feel good. And I brought my headphones because for me, something else that's also regulating is like listening to music kind of loud, depending on my mood, what I want to listen to and moving my body. And so I chose the walk. Super helpful. And I had, I was all pumped up to record this episode by the time I got back. So all that to say, that was by 845. (laughs) I just had this like mm, drop in of like, Because I also this morning was, you know, looking on social media because, you know, sometimes I'm like chatting with friends there and sometimes I just like want to zone out. And I caught myself in comparisonitis. And I had to remind myself, just like I had this like download around like, you know, another creator said this around being a single mom, like reminder, always eyes forward, eyes forward, eyes forward, right? You can't look back, can't can't be looking back, can't be looking, you know, at what was or what he's doing or whatever, like keep your eyes forward. And I found that so motivating and so resonant here as a mompreneur, because I think that it really applies for us too. I think we just like as a single mom choosing to rebuild her life, choosing to heal, choosing to, choosing herself, choosing a better life for herself and her kids. Like I have, like some of you may be, you have to keep your eyes forward. And as a mom and entrepreneur, you also have to keep your eyes forward. You have to keep choosing this. We have to remember that this is a choice. That was something I needed reminding of last week too. Because I'll be honest, even me, sometimes I get in a mood where I'm overwhelmed and I'm feeling like, you know, this is so hard. Why isn't it going faster? What's, you know. This feels so hard right now. You know, I find myself saying the words, I have to. I have to get up early in the morning to get work done, or I have to stay up late to get work done, or I have to go do this stuff so that I can, you know, also be the present, basically stay-at-home mom that I want to be. And I had to be reminded. I've had to, I needed this reminder several times over the last five years as an entrepreneur words have a lot of power. And I needed to shift that. I invite you to do the same if you find yourself a little bit in, we all get in that pity party sometimes, right? If you find yourself in that, shift that to I get to or I choose to, right? It was so much more empowering. And it's about eyes forward, right? Keeping my eyes forward. I get to do work from my laptop or my phone from bed while my kids are cuddling on me in the morning. I get to choose to get up and get some work done at three o'clock in the morning while I'm having coffee 
with no bra on in pajamas while my kids are cuddling and then stop to hold space for them to co-regulate with them and teach them how to regulate their emotions to walk them to school. I get to walk them to school. I get to pick them up from school and be really present with them after school and help them with their homework or play video games with them or talk to them about books or do silly things with them. I get to do work that lights me up with women that I adore, right? I choose to. And the other reminder that I needed that I had built my whole coaching business around really around building your business around your life and not the other way around, I had found that I had actually let that slip in the last week or two, last month maybe. I'd let it slip a little bit. And I think that's where that I have to energy was coming from. I'd been really falling back and hustling, trying to put out a post every single day, a reel multiple times a week. It was going well. I was doing well and it was awesome. And then when it doesn't, when the kids need me more and that balance shifts, I found myself mm, feeling like I can't keep up. And I needed the reminder sharing in case you also need a reminder like this, that this is a hard season in my life. This is a season I chose in a way. I mean, I chose to get a divorce. I chose to choose myself and my peace and my freedom and that for my kids. And I chose to leave medicine so that I could be present with my kids and be home with them and do work that I loved and have a flexible schedule. And live the life that I want to live. And when you combine those two together at this season of my life, where I'm rebuilding my business, rebuilding my life, rebuilding my finances, with a huge priority being my own and my kids' mental health and well-being, that means that I'm not in the same place I was in a year ago or two years ago or four years ago. I'm not in the same place as other moms who only have one kid or who have a partner or who have a co-parent who is available and able to share a lot of parenting time or maybe gets alimony or more, you know, whatever. I'm me. There's no right or wrong. It's not bad. It's not sad. You know, it's just I'm me and you're you. And this is how I've always run clients. I just needed a reminder for myself is it's a balance. It's kind of a both and there too, right? Of running your and building your business around both what your life is like now and what you want it to be like, what you're growing into. And so what that means for me is that I needed to go back to this reminder that I'm choosing this, that I get to do this, that I get to do this on my own schedule. And that right now during this season, that means that maybe there's going to be times when I have to work more than I'd like or at hours that are not my favorite. But I get to do it around my kids. And I'm really, really being like, I'm going to brag on myself a little bit here. And I invite you to brag on yourself for whatever you're doing well, because I know there's something. I'm doing a really good job at prioritizing my own and my kids' mental health and well-being in our peace. Things are good there. We're in a really good place. And because of our life and our situation, and that being my priority right now, that means that 
I have to continue to choose to show up for my business, to do things in my business in a way that feels good and is aligned with where I'm at and what I want to, where I want to go and what I'm willing and not willing to do. And what I'm not going to do is what I did the very first time I started building my business is like work a bazillion hours and then try and backtrack and buy myself some capacity. What it comes down to is a balance of working maybe not ideal hours for a little bit during the season. It's also holidays. It's also sick season, but also accepting that it's going a little bit slower than I'd like it to and that that's normal and fine. The alternative is that I'm burnt out, right? Or not giving my kids the presence that I want to give them. And I'm not really then building the business and the life that I want to build. So for what it's worth, the lesson here is there's a lot of both and that goes into being a mom and entrepreneur. And there's going to be days when it feels easeful and awesome and abundant. And there's going to be days when it feels hard as fuck, maybe even whole seasons. (laughs) Keep your eyes forward. Keep going. Pivot if needed as far as if you're in a place like me where you've gone a little bit off the path of like, okay, is this actually fitting my life where I'm at right now? Like if you're homeschooling your kids, you're in a different life situation than somebody whose kids like mine go to public school. So we need to build your business around that, right? If you've got a baby who's still nursing or taking a bottle or up at night and needs you all the time, you're in a different life situation, right? And we need to build your business around that. If you've got toddlers who no longer stay where you put them and have big dysregulation moments and interrupt all the time and can't really play by themselves yet, they're not supposed to, by the way. You're in a different life season. If you've got tweens and teenagers who maybe need you a little bit less in some areas and more in other areas, and you're having to drive them to friend activities or social activities or sports activities and all the things, you're in a different life situation. So just honoring that you get to build your business around that. It gets to be hard sometimes and still really fucking good really fucking worth it. The thing is like we need support, right? Especially as moms trying to hold the both and without burning out. We need support. And this is why I do what I do. This is why I find coaching so valuable, not only because I can tell you that by eight in the morning, you've probably... (laughs) held more and made more decisions and had more things go through your head than the average entrepreneur out there who has no children. Just saying. Not that they have it easy. Not that they don't have their problems. Not that they aren't going through shit. Not saying that. But you've got an awful fucking lot going on in your head, mama. And you are choosing the road less traveled, right? You're choosing the the harder path in some aspects, because you're choosing the non-typical. Being a working mom in general is not fucking easy. (laughs) I've done it both ways. I've been a working mom in corporate, um, in the clinic. I've been a working mom as an entrepreneur. Um, I've got friends who are working moms that are work from home moms in a corporate job. It is not fucking easy to hold both, no matter what you're doing for work. 
it's not easy. And whether you have to be working or you want to be working, it's hard. But it's a hard that we chose. And there's a lot of benefits there too. And support from a coach or a therapist or a friend. I happen to be really fond of coaching because I strongly believe in having coaches. I've always had coaches, at least one, um, depending on what support I need in my life. And this is not just business coaching. This is why I love to coach and I love to support other women is that when you have a coach for your business, like when I work with my clients, for example, I get to help you take that mental load off and look at like, okay, be that reminder. Is is this working with your life right now? What's working? What's not? If it's hard, but this is like appropriate for your life and your goals and what you need right now, I support you in that, right? I'm here to help with like the decisions and the mental load and um, the cheerleading <laughs> and all the things. Reminders to celebrate all the things. And if you are finding that you are still in the same place in your business as you were a year ago, we're coming up at the end of December now, and a lot of people are reflecting on their year, right? If you're still in the same place in your business as you were a year ago, and nothing drastic has changed in your life, obviously that's a whole side story, right? If something drastic has changed in your life, then hey, permission to maintain like that just makes sense. Maintain in your business that nothing you need to shift right now. But if nothing major has changed in your life and business and you're still feeling like you haven't made progress on your goals, I invite you to reach out. Let's hop on a free call together and let's talk about it and see if working one-on-one could help get you there. Because often I find that when we haven't taken action, whether you've been wanting to start your business for years and haven't quite taken that first step, or you've bought a course, this is one I see a lot actually, that you've bought courses or group programs, usually courses, because they're cheaper and they're less scary, right? You can do it on your own time. You invest less money, but then you never do anything with it. Or you go out there to think about actually starting the thing or pivoting or offering something new. And then you look up and it's been six months or a year or two years or four years. And actually you haven't made any traction on it. You haven't actually taken much action on it. It's not you, doll. It's not you. There's a reason that we have different levels of coaching, right? Courses are fantastic, but they can't handhold. They can't support you. They can't personalize it. They can't customize it. They can't give you the accountability that we often need, right? To take action on something big and scary when we're already holding motherhood and all the other things. And this is why one-on-one is so powerful. One-on-one work is so high touch. Like with my clients, I deeply know them and their families and what's going on in their world and what's going on in their business and who they serve and what they do and what the struggles are and what their inner struggles are and can help them pivot and take that mental load off. It can give you that accountability and the support to really take action on those goals, whatever that is. Maybe you wanted to expand your team and it hasn't happened yet because you're overwhelmed. Maybe you wanted to, like I said, start something new and it hasn't happened yet. I invite you to keep your eyes forward. Remember why you're doing this and choose yourself. And if it feels like 
getting some one-on-one support for a few months might be helpful to help you over the edge to really take action on those goals and you resonate with me and what I do and what I'm talking about and some someone that gets you and understands this balance that you and I have of both and, then reach out to all. I'd love to talk to you. We can hop on a totally zero pressure, free coaching call. We can talk through what's going on and see if working together would be a good fit. I've got one-on-one spaces available right now for only $9.50 a month for three months, super high touch. I want to help you reach your goals in 2024. And look, I know that it's Christmas. I know that there's a lot of expenses going on in your life probably right now. Christmas presents and events and all the things. And I know that it's not just Christmas. I know that as moms, as women, it is often so, so hard to choose to spend any money on ourselves, (laughs) let alone a big investment like coaching or a course or a program or whatever. I don't know about you, but Sometimes I have to really talk myself into even just spending money on like new clothes or new underwear or a candle or something for myself when I would easily spend that much money for my kids. Been there, right? But we are worthy of investing in ourselves. And it's, in my experience, investing in ourselves, whether that's coaching or a therapist or a gym membership or whatever, if we're going to use it, right? We're going to use it as an investment, right? We're spending some money, but we're getting a bigger return on the other end, whether that's money or well-being or peace or presence or a combination of all of the things, right? You are worth it. Your dreams are possible. And I want to help you get there. On that note, here's something I wanted, I wanted to share something that came up recently. Here's another honest truth about online business. Having your business long-term it's hard, but it's not the strategy pieces that are hard or that the space is too saturated or there's too many people doing this or that people aren't paying for coaching anymore or people don't want to pay for podcast production or whatever, or that the economy is down. It's not, it's none of that. The, the corporate jobs, entrepreneurship jobs, it will always be a cycle, right? There are more than enough clients to go around for every single one of us to have a full of clients and be making plenty of money. The strategy pieces are actually the easy part. I know they don't feel that way and it's really helpful to have somebody helping you with those, but that's actually the easy part in the long run. The hard part is that, again, you have to choose yourself. You have to choose your desires, the life that you want, the life that you're creating for yourself and your kids. And so when I say look forward, eyes forward, I want to say like eyes forward and down a little bit as far as like remembering that I'm sure your kids And what you want to create for them is part of why you're doing this. You're not looking back at maybe times when you've made investments and maybe weren't in the right place or just didn't show up for it or you've started other businesses and it didn't work out or whatever. (laughs) Um, Previous partners or friends or whatever that maybe have said something that discouraged you, right? You're not looking to decide at what other women are doing. You're looking forward at the life that you're creating for yourself and your kids and your family. And you have to choose that. I have to choose that over and over and over again. It takes a lot of personal growth work. That's the um, their honest truth. <laughs> the hardest part, I think, about um, just like long-term marriage, right? 
long-term relationships, long-term marriage, you have to continue to choose each other. You have to choose to grow your own self and with each other, right? A business is the same. The hard part is learning to get out of your own way. And we can't coach ourselves. <laughs> like learning to get out of your own way and deep personal growth work is, it's a journey that never really ends. It does get easier, but it's a lifelong journey, right? And it gets better and it gets easier and it gets smoother. It gets more easeful. And this both and, I promise you, this is a season that you're going through. If you're feeling one like mine where it's particularly challenging, just know that it's a season and it will pass. And there are going to be more useful seasons and there are going to be harder seasons. But it is a lifelong journey to heal, to learn to get out of your own way, to live your fullest life. I mentioned on a reel recently that something nobody talks about. Oh my gosh, I have so many honest truths today. Something that not enough people talk about when balancing this both and is that the hardest part that's kind of all tied to all of this is like the inner work that comes around, like actually allowing yourself to have the easefulness, right? And the thing is that support from coaches or mentors and therapists can be so helpful with that. And that's why I've continued to invest in coaching for myself, even when things were really, really, really hard and tight financially leading up to, during, and right after my divorce. But no coach or mastermind or course can do the work for us, right? I can't do the work for you. Nobody can. We have to be ready and willing to do the inner work just as much as the outer work to really make the most of a coaching investment. And if you've been thinking, well, I don't really have any time. I've already been balancing motherhood and this is already hard. And I see people out there who are trying to build businesses or have had businesses and are quitting. How am I ever going to make it? Here's my thought on that. In my experience, the people who are struggling the most are the ones who haven't yet decided that they're going to show up and do the inner and outer work as long as it takes for the results to happen. And continuously returning to that decision, continuing to choose themselves and what they want, continuing to decide that they ultimately get to have what they want and that their success is inevitable. For you, this looks like keeping your eyes forward and down if you need to, (laughs) and continuing to choose a life of presence and profit of motherhood and entrepreneurship, peace and easefulness and drive and all the things. And now I'm not saying that you have to have a coach to do all of those things, right? But it can be super helpful. And whether it is choosing to start your business with kids, choosing to expand your business, pivoting to a new offer, or being ready to scale and take on team, whatever the next step is in your business that you've been sitting with, that you've been really wanting and feeling stuck with, know that if you're feeling like, well, maybe so-and-so can do it or they can invest or they can just show up or they can have this because X, Y, Z, right? Maybe they don't feel this way. Maybe they, whatnot. So whatever that is for you, know that I see you. I see you holding a lot. I see your desire. I see your strength. I see your fire. You wouldn't be here if you weren't all of those things. (laughs) And I want you to have the freedom and joy and life that you want, that you desire. And I want you to know, even though I may not know you yet personally, I'd love to, by the way, even if we don't hop on a call, I'd love it if you'd send me a DM and just say, hey, I want you to know that I see you and will see you as totally, totally capable of showing up and doing the inner and outer work to create this life 
that you're working on creating for yourself and your family and however long it takes. And you are so, so worthy of having it. So all that to say, I went on a little bit of a tangent today, but I hope that this has been helpful. If you found this episode supportive or resonant, I'd love it if you'd share it with a friend and send me a DM. Let me know that it resonated. And I will see you next week. You get to choose you, mama. You get the both and. Love ya. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it with a friend and leave a rating or review for me in Apple Podcasts or Spotify so more mamas can find this podcast. Make sure you hit that follow button in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. See you next week. Love ya.